0: Toronto takes over Wrigley, but are the Blue Jays fans the best away support that this city has to offer? And Toronto FC, they keep on rolling. Is this bringing in you, the casual fan, to support TFC? All that and more coming up right here, TSN 1050. This is Toronto Today on TSN 1050, the voice of Toronto sports. on the dot. Did you miss me? Of course you did. Guess who's back? Wheeler's back. Tell a friend. Wheeler's back. Wheeler's back. Wheeler's back. Wheeler's back. Wheeler's back. back. Gareth Wheeler with you at Wheeler TSN on Twitter. What's happening? Had a solid start of the week last week. Was on mancation. Ended up on a houseboat cruising the Coorthas. The boat doesn't go very fast. It is like a tank on the water. It just goes so slow. You couldn't crash that sucker if you tried. But a great time swimming, fishing, beers. Solid. The end of the week, uh, another round. Round nine of my uh, cancer treatment. So good start to the week. Brutal end, uh, which kind of reflected the Blue Jays' week, didn't it? Solid start to the week. People are hoping, dreaming, fingers crossed. They go to Chicago. Great turnout from the fans and the team, not so much. Some competitive ball games, but in the end, they get swept. And for all those hanging on, what was all that one in a million talk? Like, dumb and dumber. You're telling me there's a chance? No. And when you saw teams like the Los Angeles Dodgers pick up Curtis Granderson, Jay Bruce, goes to Cleveland Indians, you saw so many different moves made that you're like, oh, that would have helped the Blue Jays. Well, they picked up Tommy Kohler after the dust settled. And after rumors swirled that the front office had already bailed on this year. Well, I think a lot of people have as well in terms of believing this was a competitive team, but not in terms of their support. It's very rare where the highlight of the weekend was the fans. And that was it for the Toronto Blue Jays. Blue Jays fans represented, did so well at Wrigley over the weekend. If you were there, give us a call. 416-706-7547. 416, hold on. What's the number here? There you go. It's been a while. I'm rusty. 416-870-1050, right? 416-870-1050, 1-855-591-6876. 416 870 1050 591 6876 You got it. Yes, touchdown. I think I listed off my parents' phone number. Whoops. <laughs> I know my phone number and I know my, fa- my family's. 416-870-1050 if you were at Wrigley over the weekend. Uh, 1-855-591-6876. I'm going to need that written down, Joe Narsa. Thanks, bud. First day back. Brain's a little slow. What made that weekend in Wrigley so special? It's a great ballpark, great place, great fans. How can we? And this is the thing if you're a Blue Jays fan and you went to Wrigley, you come back and start watching games in the dome? Ugh. Shows you what a drag it actually is. That's when you get spoiled. Like in recent years, I've been down to Pittsburgh, uh, PNC. I've been down to Fenway. I haven't been to Wrigley in a long time, but it's these special places which make you understand how crappy the Skydome is. And that's it. There's so many little things, the history around that place. Well, the Cubbies have statues of Banks and Santo and Williams and Carey. Who's the Blue Jays' lone statue? Ted Rogers. Ted Rodgers? what what is honestly with all due respect to the Rodgers family what the heck does that have to do with the Toronto baseball team and the history of the Toronto Blue Jays I don't think young people growing up in the city say well when we won two world series the name that comes the person that comes to the mind first is Ted Rogers nope the fact that there's grass there's a vibe in the bleachers there's a party scene there's An intellectual, intellectual educated fan base. There's a lot that makes Wrigley Field the place to be. And, And on top of that, the Cubbies are really good. This renaissance at Fenway, at Wrigley Field, has come when the teams have gained in respectability. Because for years, the fan base was beleaguered. They were beaten down. There were incredible stretches without winning a World Series. And it's easy to become disenchanted after everything they went through. But these are high times for both the Cubs and the Red Sox, which makes that baseball experience at either Wrigley Field or Fenway Park uh, that much more special. So if you were down there over the weekend, give us a call. 416-870-1050 Right, I'm looking at you, boys. Four one six eight seven zero ten fifty four. Uh, eight one eight five 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 nine one six eight seven six is the number to call me toll free. Oh, thanks, Joe. Got the email. Thanks, buddy. So I'm going to be on point with these phone numbers from that po- this point forward. Uh, also, it wasn't just the fans for the Blue Jays that were representing. If you watch Toronto FC beat the Chicago Fire on Saturday night at Toyota Park, which it's in Bridgeview. It's, it's, it's kind of in a less desirable spot in Chicago. But I wonder how many fans did the double. Did the Wrigley afternoon, did the Toyota Park afternoon because it was an 8 p.m. Eastern time kickoff between Toronto FC and the Chicago Fire. TFC won yet again 3-1 against a team that hasn't lost at home. And I was told before the weekend that 300... TFC supporters were making the trip. They filled an entire section. And if you're watching the broadcast on TSN, that's what you heard. You didn't hear the Chicago Fire fans chanting or getting into the game. You heard the Toronto FC support. They've been incredible since day number one. And TFC goes into Chicago and beats a team that hasn't lost on the year. At home. And TFC is now on 50 points, five zero through 25 games. Let's put this into context. The club record for points is 53 in a season. So one more win, which could come on Wednesday night. You can listen to the game right here on TSN 1050. Watch on TSN against the Philadelphia Union. They will match their club record with eight games to go. Which is incredible They scored just two fewer goals than they scored all last year Their first place in Major League Soccer Chasing down a supporter shield For people that aren't familiar It's like winning the President's Trophy in hockey But in soccer, winning the league Actually means a little bit more Even in hockey though When a team wins a President's Trophy I'm like, man like You feel like you should make a bigger deal of it And the NHL should make a bigger deal of it And maybe reward teams accordingly Should be some sort of bonus. Maybe the next year you're allowed to go over the salary cap by a little bit more as a reward for your team achieving something special. There's got to be something in it from a league and fan perspective to make it more valuable for me. Anyways, Toronto FC in pole position, which led me to which I believe is a brilliant poll question for today's show. At Wheeler TSN is where you find it on Twitter. Which Toronto team has the best away support? And by that, which Toronto team, when on the road, have the best fans that follow the team, that attend their games, that show support for the traveling Toronto franchise? Is it the Blue Jays, the Maple Leafs, Toronto FC, or the Raptors? I I put this poll up just about an hour and a half ago. Already almost 500 votes. Uh, 38% Blue Jays. Which I think is piggybacking off of this most recent stretch, if I'm going to be honest. Because prior to the Seattle invasion, the fact that the Blue Jays went to Wrigley for the first time in what? 12 years? I think it was 2005. I mean, Jays fans do well in New York, in Boston, so in Detroit. But it's, it's as of late... A very good traveling fan base has turned into something much bigger. Is it the Maple Leafs? Someone hit me up and is like, the Maple Leafs own Western Canada, Florida, Buffalo, Detroit, Ottawa. And there's probably more if you fill in the blanks as well. The Maple Leafs, you can make an absolute argument that they get the best away support of all Toronto teams. Then there's TFC. No fan base travels more, better, or louder than TFC. And they travel in groups. Not just you and your buddies, three or four guys going down. These are groups in the hundreds going to games all together, sitting together, creating an environment, making noise. Is it Toronto FC? Or what about the Raptors? Because in recent years, We the North has had a presence across the NBA as well. And a growing presence. It's like a movement, We the North. Whether it be playoff games in Cleveland or games in Detroit where we're more than half the building is Raptors fans. You can make the argument that the Raptors fans, man, they travel just as good, if not better, than a lot of teams across the NBA. So which Toronto team has the best away support? Blue Jays, Maple Leafs, Toronto FC, or your Toronto Raptors? 416-870-1050. Make the case. 416-870-1050. Tool free at 1-855-591-6876. The text is 105050. The email live at tsn1050.ca. And um, what what else am I missing? And Oh yeah, hit me up on Twitter, at WheelerTSN. And you can weigh in on the poll question either at TSN1050Radio on Twitter or at WheelerTSN. Let us know. I think it's a great question, and this isn't to put down the fans of any one of the teams because generally if you're a Blue Jays fan, you're probably a Maple Leafs fan or a Raptors fan or a TFC fan as well. But the way that groups travel... I think it says a lot about the fan base. So let me know. Like, If you travel with a Toronto sports team, come on air. Tell us what makes it so special. And from your perspective, which team does it best? Where does it work the best in terms of the location and place? 416-870-1050, 1-855-591-6876. 416-870-1050, 591 6876 By all accounts, it was good-hearted, good-spirited fun in Chicago. Blue Jays fans acquitted themselves well. There was a lot of jabs, barbs going back and forth. Uh, a lot of jokes at the expense of the Chicago White Sox, which is a little harsh, isn't it, considering the Chicago White Sox have won a World Series since the Blue Jays won last. But I get it. Kick them while they're down. And in their own city, the Chicago White Sox are more of an afterthought. So let me know your thoughts on that. The text is 105050 50 at Wheeler TSN on Twitter. Uh, my other question pertaining to Toronto FC is now that this team is winning, they're putting together a special season. There's no doubt about it. I want to know if you weren't interested in soccer, or at the very least, weren't interested in TFC before. And there might be a lot of you who might watch the Spanish League or the German League or the English Premier League and might not consume MLS. Has this, or maybe you're just not interested in soccer, but has this latest Toronto FC run from the MLS Cup Finals last year to an incredible Eastern Conference Final, to where how they picked up where they left off this season and are absolutely crushing it. And they're exciting, too. It's not just Javinko, Bradley, and Alter. This team's deep. 15 different players have scored a goal this year. And they're likable guys, and there's Canadian guys featuring prominently, prominently local players um, who are representing this team well as well. Have TFC won you over? Whether you're a casual fan or were a non-fan before, how much more are you invested in this team now? 416-870-1050. 591 6876 The text is 105050. The email live at tsn1050.ca. Because I think there's been a lot of factors that have held back the widespread popularity of Toronto FC in the past. At first, it was the product on the field. It didn't live up to expectations. It was losing after more losing after more losing, a revolving door of players, and that was problematic. It hurt media coverage. It hurt television ratings. It hurt attendance for a time being. But now the team's basically sold out for the rest of the year. They're staring not staring down not only a playoff berth, but a chance to have the best record, be the best team, in MLS history which based upon the standards which we judge now is a little bit flawed, people are comparing them to the 90, 1998 Los Angeles Galaxy, it's not apples to apples because the Galaxy only played 32 games that year TFC plays the 34 game schedule and I would say every team or just about every team in MLS right now because the quality has improved would be better than that team but with that being said there's something special going on here so has this team brought you in have they reeled you in to the point where it's an appointment viewing? It's an appointment follow? It's at a place where it's demanding your attention. The text is 105050, the email live at tsn1050.ca. Let's go to KW from St. Catharines. What's going on this morning? Happy Monday, KW. Oh, Thank you. How are you
1: today, Will?
0: Good, buddy. You?
1: Oh, Living the dream, as always. Where
0: do you want to go with this?
1: So, uh, I'm at the halfway point, I think you'll appreciate it, uh, I also think you're the right person to talk to about it, so, I grew up a die-hard hockey fan, I think like most of us did, Okay. Um, and I always had a healthy respect for soccer, but it was not something that was always accessible to me, there was no teams around that I could pay attention to or obsess over, there was uh, nothing for me to grab onto and really love. Uh, since TST has started doing well when they got Shevinko and then last year with the MLS Cup final. I haven't started watching. I want to be up front about that to start. But I have started paying attention in the same way I started paying attention to hockey when I was young. I pay attention to the scores. I've started paying attention to how the players are doing, what their next matchup is. I'm becoming that stat fan who can start getting into watching it because before I never had anything to grapple with it. So I'm not obsessed with TFC. I haven't found them out of a home yet, but I'm starting to build a house around them, and that's really exciting, and I uh, dedicate that specifically to their product on the field.
0: So the, it's the product on the field that speaks louder than the fan base, the environment, all that sort of stuff. It's that the team on the field's not only very good, but they're entertaining.
1: Absolutely. It's just, you. you know, it's, uh, you've got a, a legit superstar, multiple great players, and uh, a a team that you can be excited about, uh, which is kind of, I guess, what me as a layman soccer fan, and I'm okay admitting that, sure, uh, is easy to get into with something to grab onto. And then with this team having sustained, it's the same thing they do in the NHL. You know, you need sustained winning in order to bring a fan base and keep it, just like Chicago did when they were dead, and then they got Taze and Kane and everybody. Using that with MLS here, you've got Javinko, you've got such a good team, and now that you're starting to have sustained success, I'm starting to get really into it, and if it ever drops off, I'll already be into it.
0: Right, I mean, I mean like this is what happened with the Raptors, it happened with the Blue Jays, the teams got good, and people came back or came to the team in droves, and I wonder if that's the same situation with your friends, KW. Like, are, have, even the fringe fans or people that might not naturally be a soccer fan, have they come to the team? Have they started talking about Toronto FC as well? Uh, yes and no. I feel like they're just uh, the people that I know that are into soccer primarily
1: watch Premier League. They watch all of the EuroLeague, Um, But they're definitely, the, the conversation's starting to, I guess, uh, awaken where they're starting to pay more attention to MLS. Uh, talk about the players that they have and I think one of the big talking points for like my friend group is that Jovenko's a player who could do really well in the Premier League, and that makes them very excited. There's a crossover appeal there, if that makes
0: sense. Good stuff. Thanks for the phone call, KW. Appreciate it. 416-870-1050, 591 6876 Steven hit me up, has been a large supporter, big-time supporter, but this season is on another level. He's only missed one home match since March, and while he was in Verona, was streaming all the games. This is where we're at. I think with this team right now, and deservedly so. Libby and Markham, welcome to the program, Libby. How you doing, Gareth? Not too bad, yourself, sir.
2: Good, good, good. Uh, I just wanted to comment on your question. Like, I do believe TFC has the best fan base. I mean, I beat a season ticket holder from day one. Uh, I barely miss, admittedly, I have missed some games, but barely. Uh, and when I'm away as well, I do stream the games, um, or I have an MLS uh, live account. But I can, you know, I go back to the earlier years and I think about what our fan base was back then when you'd have literally over 5,000 traveling fans to uh, Columbus to watch the TFC. And, and I don't think any other sports team in Toronto has had that many traveling fans uh, come along with a team anywhere. And now, I mean, it, it, the numbers are a bit lower for today, I'd say, but going back over the years. I, I think we're second and none. I I I do believe it when when you talk about five thousand plus going to Montreal or Columbus, uh, for these games It's unprecedented. I've
0: had had people hit hit me up on Twitter, at WheelerTSN. The only answer for the best Toronto away fans has to be the Maple Leafs. They're second to none. Uh, Maybe you can kind of let our listeners know what a Toronto FC traveling experience is like for away supporters. I mean, we heard them through the television on Saturday night. Perhaps people that haven't been involved, Libby, don't understand what exactly it's all about. 100%.
2: 100%. I mean, I, I mean, we've, we've, I, my brother and I, who've, uh, been ticket holders from day one, and now we've extended from two tickets to, to ten tickets, uh, between us, and we, we bring our family with us. But when you go away, it, it is like a caravan of cars. Uh, you know, there's buses organized at times, um, or, or, you know, like I said, there's a caravan of cars, and it's, it's camaraderie. And people you don't even know, and and, and you meet up along the way, or, or, or people organize through through the various supporters groups. But it was like a caravan of cars that show up to these games, and some people stay the night, some people uh, decide to uh, come back, and it, it is one. I don't want to say it's a big big party scene that gets out of hand, but it, it is very controlled, very. Um, uh, I, I can tell you, it's just like a big happy family traveling together. Now, the common on the leaf fans. I, I frequent Florida a lot, and I'd say I, I go to see Lightning games, and this past year I got to see Leafs play Lightning. Yes, there's a permanent amount of uh, Leaf fans that do show up and travel these games and, uh, all over, especially the original six arenas, but it's different. It's people who live in these cities. Like people who, ex- Canadian expats in New York or Canadian expats in Chicago or the Snowbirds in in, in, in Florida will go see a Panthers or, or a Lightning game with the Leafs. This is completely different. Yeah, this we're th- we're talking about people jumping in the cars or, or organized transportation from Toronto from point A to, to, to Chicago be it or Columbus or or, or um, Montreal for that matter or even Red Bulls like we, we've had people go all over North America to watch these games and that's why I say it's second to none we're, we're, we're as least fans is different it's people that are working or, or, or visiting those cities or whatever these are organized groups uh, of traveling I'd say, and, and and it's a completely different experience.
0: Good stuff. Well described, Libby. Thanks for the phone call. You can continue to weigh in, 416-870-1050, toll free at 1-855-591-6876. It's the organization of it all. Like, Leafs on the road, Leafs fans, they don't go as a group. There isn't a Maple Leafs supporters section where all Leafs fans can sit with one another. They're just scattered throughout the building, and once in a while it picks up. Go Leafs, go. Go Leafs, go. And they oftentimes are louder than the fans that show up to the ACC. I'm not trying to be disparaging. I think that they're great on the road. And sometimes going to a Maple Leafs away game is better than going to see a home game. Which is crazy to say. Thomas hit me up through text. It's the Blue Jays, the best traveling Toronto support, but having a good chunk of the season in the summer when people are off school and work is probably a big reason. And, and look, baseball is its own worst enemy because there's too many games. Like, as a Jays fan, you can't go away to see the team play in each and every spot. But in soccer, when you have 17 away games, I mean, you can plan those trips. Just wait till this Sunday in Montreal. I'm going to be there like going down the 401 this Saturday and Saturday night in Montreal, Torontonians going into bars, TFC fans watching the Mayweather McGregor fight. Then on Sunday afternoon, the game against the rivals, Montreal Impact, it is going to be sensational. You find me a better away atmosphere than that? I mean, I don't know if you can. Justin's saying it's got to be the Leafs with all the other clubs. It's the games near the border that get a lot of fans. With the Leafs, it's everywhere, all over the states and Canada. Well, I mean, Toronto fans show up in Chicago. They show up wherever the team goes. Maybe that's a little bit more so for basketball fans. Maybe a little bit more so with baseball fans. Seattle's the case study. But still, the sheer numbers... Of Blue Jays fans and TFC fans are hard to argue with. So continue to weigh in on that poll question. Which Toronto team has the best away support and why? At Wheeler TSN on Twitter. The text is 105050. The email live at tsn1050.ca. And with Toronto FC's success, have you become closer to the club, the team? Are they a must-watch, a must-follow at this point? I want to hear from you. Next hour of the program, Josh Hosang. Of the New York Islanders, going to check into the program. Really looking forward to speaking to a guy with some swagger, a guy with some personality, a guy that's not afraid to speak his mind. That it's being held against him in terms of his NH- young, very young NHL career thus far. Josh Hoising will check in in the next hour of the program. It's good to be back. I am Gareth Wheeler, and this is Toronto Today, TSN 1050. <laughs> Bonnie Tyler is getting so much play
1: tonight.
0: Over the last 24 hours. She's actually performing Total Eclipse of the Heart. Guess when? During the eclipse. Like she's been waiting for this gig for like 30 something years. Keith, do you know what we need to play? Like the techno remix that came out during the 90s. You might be a little bit too young, but when they re-released this as a dance track, I was hyped. Can you maybe dig that up from somewhere? Sure, we
3: can make that happen. Awesome.
0: Anyway, I don't think it's Bonnie, though. I think it's like, I don't know, it's like, what was... Uh, DJ Jazzy J? No, no. <laughs> DJ Jazzy Jeff? No. I was trying to think of like the old ones, Power Radio, back in the day. Again, you're too young. Leave it alone. Gareth Wheeler with you. The, is anyone else tired of hearing about the eclipse? This like, guy everyone is. has come on, like, on every television show. Well, don't look at it. John Oliver did a great piece on it on, um, on his program on HBO last night, which the name gave me. Was it Last Week Tonight or something like that? Johnny Oliver brought it last night. But yeah, just don't look at it I remember when I was in public school This is the last eclipse I can remember They brought us all in the concourse So no kid would be tempted to look out the window or run outside Like they were trying to protect our young eyeballs So just don't go staring at it Does anyone really stare at the sun anyways? I know it's a phenomenon, you want to see it being covered But I don't know And those glasses they tell you to wear, they're absolutely ridiculous. Who'd go to buy those for a one-time event where you can maybe kind of look up at it, kind of, maybe, sort of, for like an hour? I think it starts at 1 p.m. today, lasts through the 2 o'clock hour.
4: And... till about 3.30, I
0: believe. 70.6%. Of the moon will cover the sun. Yeah, there you know
4: song might become big time after the eclipse? What, by the way, that's the voice of Joe Narsa. What? Blinded by the light. Blinded by the light. Because well, if all those people keep looking up, we're going to have to start playing old Bruce. That, that song was huge, but isn't it kind of the opposite? Because it's not really light that you're being blinded by. No, you are, because it's the light from the sun that peeks out that blinds you.
0: So, staring at the sun on a regular day, you're okay, but when there's a little shade put on it, you're not okay.
4: Yeah, I guess it's kind of like you know when someone quickly flashes like a flashlight at you, it turns on the light very quickly. Right. I think it's that times a billion, and then it's game over, sizzled corneas.
0: When, when we were walking to Studio Joe, do you see Danny Riskin from Discovery? Yes, walking I did. down the hallway. This is how ridiculous people look today. He was holding a cereal box which was like wrapped up in electrical tape. Like
4: what are you doing with that? Well, you have to put a, you have to put a oh. tin foil and a mirror, and sure then you, you have do. to stare at it through the mirror, and you need to spin around six times, and then do
0: a cartwheel, yeah. and, and then end up upside down. If you're gonna stop it, I almost like stopped risking in the hallway, shook him, and said, "Get your head out of here." You know what? Just don't look at it. Get back to Shark Week. Here's the other thing I, that that confuses me. You can't look at it outside, but you can watch the stream on television, so I'm safe by watching the eclipse on my
4: monitor, but I'm not safe watching it outside? Well, Explain that to me. Well, the rays of the sun oh, don't the go UV through rays. digital. Okay. Yeah, they're okay. not analog yet, but they'll get there. So
0: it's like the rays that are coming. Okay. Yeah. And it, way too much eclipse talk. Okay? If you want that... Like, CTV Newsnet, like, they're having, like, wall-to-wall coverage of the Eclipse. People are loving this. For me, it's like, okay, that's cool, then I'll move on. But, uh, Eclipse nerds, rejoice! Gareth Wheeler with you, at Wheeler TSN on Twitter, asking you, at WheelerTSN on Twitter, which Toronto fans show the best away support? Blue Jays fans were great over the weekend at Wrigley, um... It was a special time because a lot of people will, over the course of their, their lifetime, want to make a trip to the greatest sports stadiums, ballparks, arenas that that are there. Like, you wanted to hit up the Montreal Forum before it closed, Maple Leaf Gardens before it closed, you want to go to Fenway, you want to go to Wrigley. Like, this is really part of a sports fan's history. And... So Blue Jays, it made made sense. They haven't been to Wrigley since, what, 2005? And Blue Jays fans showed up in droves. And people that I've chatted with that went down said they had an incredible time. What a ballpark. What an experience. And Jays fans are coming home talking about the experience and not the fact that their team got spanked and got swept. Blue Jays fans in recent years, whether it's in Seattle, where thousands attend, and they overtake, they drown out, Mariners fans, whether it's at Yankee Stadium, you name it. They've traveled really well to support the Blue Jays. They've jumped on the bandwagon, and they've ridden it wherever they need to go to support their team. I think there's something really special about that. It makes us, as Toronto sports fans, look great. And when if you go to those cities, they're asking you, well, what's the deal? You're coming down here, your bulked club is... Under 500, yet you're here supporting your team. You're loud, you're verbose, you're supportive, you're having a good time. I, I, think, I think it just speaks volumes about where we are as a Toronto sports fan. Where the atmosphere inside the ACC for a Maple Leaf game, that isn't who we are. The people that travel, that's really the heart and soul of what we're all about. But you can make the argument that Blue Jays fans aren't the best Traveling support in the city. There are contenders. The Maple Leafs. Fans show up across Western Canada. You hear the Go Leafs go. You see it in Florida. You, you certainly hear it in Buffalo. And Detroit. I've been down to games in Boston. Really great Maple Leaf support there. Toronto FC is on another level. The supporters travel together. It's organized there's multiple chance it's incredible like they were actually TFC supporters were overshadowed by the Blue Jays being at Wrigley on Saturday or over the course of the weekend because TFC on Saturday night they had their supporters section which drove the atmosphere an important matchup in Chicago between two of the best teams in MLS hundreds of Toronto FC supporters made the trip um, and if you watched. On TSN on Saturday night, Javinko scored the goal in the 90th minute to make it 3 1. And that fan jumped out of his seat, out of the section, went right by the field and just, just starts screaming at Javinko. And Javinko's just standing there with his hands on his ears saying, Yeah. Wasn't put off, wasn't running away. There's a real special bond between players and Toronto FC support, which makes the away traveling supporters, it puts them on another level for me. And then, of course, the Toronto Raptors. Over recent years, wherever they go, and you see this on the broadcast, you cut to the We the North. The We the North is a movement. And whether the Raptors are in L.A., or down in New Orleans, or down in Miami, you see Raptors fans. They travel well to Cleveland. So you can make the argument that the basketball fandom has extended as well into where the away support creates a real special vibe for the Raps when they go other places. So which Toronto team has the best away support? Blue Jays, Leafs, TFC, Raps. At Wheeler TSN on Twitter. The text is 105050. The email live at tsn1050.ca. Also, with Toronto FC's success... Building from their playoff run last year to the MLS Cup final to being the best team in the league right now on fifty points through twenty-five games. They're on the verge of eclipsing. <clears throat> Thank you very much. No bad light. <laughs> okay. E- e- eclipsing the club record for points in a season. That's where TFC's at. They're exciting, they're likable, and this team's on the verge of doing something special. Has that brought you, the casual fan, closer to the team? Has it brought you the non-fan and converted you into someone that will follow Toronto FC? Where are you at because of the success of this team? And finally, the other question I'm asking, because of the experience at Wrigley was so special, the history, the vibe, everything to do with that baseball sporting experience, what can Toronto do better? What should the dome be or turn into to replicate, give you at least a taste of what's going on in Chicago? 416 870 1050 855 591 6876 The text is 105050. The email live at TSN 1050.ca at Wheeler TSN on Twitter. Let's go out to Mississauga. Sill, welcome to the program. How's your Monday going?
3: Oh, uh, it's pretty fantastic, Wheels. How about you, man? Good,
0: good, dude. You have eclipse fever out there oh
3: man you know i really do because i really enjoy masochism and i love staring at things that'll make me go blind <laughs> so it's uh i'm having a hard time sitting in the car with the shade over uh over my right. head here well, trying well, to stick my head out the window
0: what i like to say is if i had to deal with the maple leafs team from two years ago i can suffer through anything okay so uh, <laughs> so where, where do you want to go with this you know,
3: you just mentioned something about the Raps fans that I'm really, uh, I'm really a big fan of them lately. Uh, I grew up with them, uh, didn't really pay attention too much until um, I had a massive knee surgery reconstruction. So when I was in the hospital, it was during the playoffs, and I just got, you know, really into basketball at that time. And uh, from that point on, honestly, the Raps have been so uh, near and dear to me, and I just noticed that, like. During the regular season, it's not just playoffs, it's not just important games, but because of the fact that there is only one NBA team, and because there's you know, only one baseball team, I think that's another reason uh, they kind of have a bit of a benefit, because you know, 40 million fans only have one, one real option. But man, those basketball teams, whenever the raps go down, and the stadiums have to pump in loud music just to drown out the Toronto fans, it just makes me so happy it's unbelievable, and the fact that like you even see home crowds, they'll be wearing like when they go to the like to the Lakers, you'll see Laker fans still wearing We the North hats. Yeah, like like you said, it is a movement. It's what it is, and I I think they because of the branding, the raps have done very well. Not just because of you know them making it to the playoffs and all that. Because if we're honest with ourselves, they you know say a top five, top ten team, it's not. You know, they're not the best team out there, but it's the branding that they've come up with um, that's just, you know, that's been selling it. But I, I don't think they're number one. I want to say TFC is, but uh, a big, you know, big shout out to the Raps. And I think that they're probably better than the, than the Leaf fans. And uh, I just want to echo what a guy said uh, about half an hour ago where it was, um, it's the expatriates or the people who are, you know, actually working down there that are going to these games. I mean, I lived in Atlanta for a couple of years, and anytime the Leafs go, uh, twenty dollars gets you a second or first deck right behind the goalie. You get like these wicked seats for twenty bucks, and uh, you know that's why all the Leaf fans are there. So, so you don't
0: think you don't think that Leafs fans travel en masse to other places to see games? It's generally people that are from Toronto or who have been lifelong Leafs fans who just happen to be living in those markets.
3: Yeah, the only place that that's probably the truth is uh Buffalo. Right. I mean, and it's, Detroit it's, probably it's because it's right here. Yeah, and Detroit you get the guys from Windsor and stuff, but still if you, uh, if you really look at the teams it's they're not really that big of a deal. Yeah, if the Leafs are winning, you'll hear a couple chants, but that's just cuz everyone else is quiet. Where the Raps, when they're playing a team, regardless of the score, you'll still hear the raps.
0: Yeah.
3: Other the- team will be cheering and you'll still Hear the Raps fans through those cheers. I'll, t- I'll, tell you this, just... I'll
0: tell you this, though, Sil. The Raptors are getting smoked on this poll. Only 4% of the vote. And, you know and maybe what, that's though? a little it's... bit of a disrespect. Maybe that's recency bias as well. Because we've that's seen a lot of Jays is. fans, a lot of TFC fans this summer. Look, the Raptors might not have the same traveling fandom as the Blue Jays or TFC right now. But I think that they're being disrespected or maybe not respected enough. That might be a better way of putting it in terms of the poll results thus far.
3: Yeah, because I mean the raps, you know, they're starting up in a month or so, right? And or a month or two, and it's one of those things that it's a recency bias, like you said. It's because they're not currently playing. You're not hearing all those chants. You're not seeing it. So if this to- if this poll was taking place in say October, I think you'd have a different result. Or even uh, say in April or May, you'd have a very big different result, and uh, that'd be an interesting interesting test to see if uh, things would change uh, if you stuck it in April, let's
0: say. Great call, like, Syl. Um, yeah, but- be careful with the eclipse today, okay, buddy? Thanks for the phone call, Sill from Mississauga. I'll keep the phone lines open, 416-870-1050. I-, I mean, a lot of people with the Raps would love what Syl had to say. This is the question. Have the-, have the Raptors become Canada's team like the Blue Jays clearly are? I mean, they might not be on the same level yet, there's an attachment to the Blue Jays on the West Coast. Is there that same attachment to the Raptors? I don't know. Maybe in pockets. And where does that come from? Is it through media distribution? The attention, the focus put on those teams? It's an interesting one for me. And perhaps because the Grizzlies were there and the West Coast feels snakebitten. I mean, are the Raps Canada's team? And do you need to be a nation's team to get great away support? Like, here in Toronto, we are the hotbed. We are the heartbeat of these organizations. For me, it matters way more, and it speaks volumes, when people travel from the city across this continent to support the teams. It's not just about expats or people that used to be in the city showing up for games and just coming out and having a laugh. It's about people feeling so connected to these local teams that they're willing to travel at their own expense to go support them. Let me know your thoughts. The text is 105050 at Wheeler TSN on Twitter. More on this. Josh Hosang coming up as well from the New York Islanders. Uh, Looking forward to that conversation. This is Toronto Today, TSN 1050. All right, we've tracked down the dance music version of Total Eclipse of the Heart. We're going to... Crush that track coming your way in about 8 minutes time. then Josh Hosang of the New York Islanders will check in from the BioSteel camp. You know hockey season. We're almost there when the BioSteel camp's going on. Uh, so looking forward to Josh joining me at the top of the clock. I'm Wheels at Wheeler TSN on Twitter. We tracked down a fan who was down at Wrigley to experience actual, an actual proper baseball stadium in all of its glory this weekend. Paul from Whitby. What's going on, Paul?
5: Come on, Chuck. She just got up about an hour and a half ago because we drove and got home about four o'clock in the morning. Beauty, have
0: you recovered oh, yet? How's your liver?
5: Liver's great.
0: Good, good, good. Oh. Times this weekend?
5: Oh, unbelievable.
0: Which one oh, do you geez. want, which, Paul? Which one do you want to address about how Toronto could replicate or try to have that same experience that you had at Wrigley, or do you want to just talk about the away support of the Blue Jays and the overall experience?
5: I think the away support of the Blue Jays, because you can see pretty much every, uh, every city they go into, you're seeing plans at different uh, cities. Uh, this one was really special, because obviously the Jays haven't been there since 2005. And if you were checking their schedule, you would see that, uh, you know, hey, this is mid-August, uh, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday weekend. You know, this is perfect. Like last year, uh, we did a similar trip with uh, me and my three uh, brother-in-laws to uh, Fenway Park, and we saw the Jays in Fenway because we're all big J fans, so that's what we wanted to see. So this year when we saw Wrigley come up and we said, well, you know what, we've got to do this, this will be unbelievable. And last year there were a lot of Toronto fans in Boston for that series. There were even more fans this year in Wrigley Field. Like, the fans couldn't believe it. They said, we've been, you know, we've been invaded here, okay? And when they were doing the uh, take-me-out-to-the-ball game like at the, in the seventh inning there, and it comes, you know, let like, root, roo roo the home team, you could hear the Jays fans over, overrun the Cup fans and they would say, root, root, root for the Blue Jays instead. It was unbelievable experience.
0: It, it's pretty amazing when things line up like that for a weekend series. And it's something special when it's drivable, right, as well. like I've been down to see Jays games in Cleveland. It's cool. But Wrigley Field, I mean, the history of the stadium, the fact that they just won a World Series, they have celebrity fans. There's a lot that goes into making that experience special. And I think that it's more special when you're away from home, Paul, because you get to enjoy it with a bunch of other Toronto Blue Jays fans in a quote-unquote hostile ballpark. You know what I mean? Like you're in it together, and that's what makes that experience so special.
5: It was, uh, you know what? It was unbelievable. All three days we had we had different seats for all three days, so we could get different perspectives of the ballpark, which was great. And uh, the Jays fans were all over the place in Chicago all weekend long. It was unbelievable. The one thing I want to really mention, really quick, sure. if you don't mind, the Sunday game we had like phenomenal seats, like four rows up on the first base line, just where the, the tarps are rolled up and that was a Jays dugout side and um Jay Hap was doing his thr- his tosses because he wasn't pitching that day and after he finished his tosses he uh, came over to sign some autographs he stayed out there for over half an hour signing autographs for all the kids that were there it was unbelievable to see like seeing him do that really you know he he went up a few notches in my book with just by doing that he signed autographs he posed for pictures with kids um you know, he, he, I even heard him say to one kid, "You he say hey, we're from uh, Toronto. And he said, thanks for making the trip.
3: Yeah. You know,
5: that was, you know what, that really, give, when you see ball players or any type of athletes do that kind of stuff, that really, you know, you know, reinforces, you know, sort of, uh, you know, how good some of these guys are.
0: That's special when they kind of acknowledge what you, the fan, yeah. does for them. So I love hearing stories like that. Thanks, Paul. Glad that you made it home in one piece, okay? Yeah. Have a good day. Thanks, Bye. buddy. Paul from Whitby. And, and that's why you see in soccer oftentimes a team go over and applaud the away supporters because they're part of the movement. Fans, it should never, like when people say, oh, ticket prices are what they are and, and, um, and fans should just suck it up and pay the price. For me, you always need to pay respect to the fans. There is no game without you, the fans, out there. You should come first and foremost. That's why I love hearing stories like that when a J-Hap will recognize what Toronto Torontonians did this weekend in Chicago despite the team's failures on the field. More on this in the next hour. Josh Hosang checks in next. We have Sound Wars, we have WTF, and Laura Armstrong of the Toronto Star will join to talk about the growing importance of, in terms of Toronto SC coverage for that one publication. Is it increased now that the team is doing well? We'll chat with Laura next hour as well. Gareth Wheeler with you. This is Toronto Today, TSN 1050.